A listener note, this podcast discusses topics related to domestic abuse. Please be advised. Welcome to Narcissistic Abuse Rehab. My name is M. Today we're going to talk about Ireland's first coercive control conviction. When we talk about coercive control, we're referring to a pattern of acts used by one person to secure emotional, psychological, and financial dominance over another person. Coercive control is the most extreme form of domestic abuse in existence, and this case underscores the severity of the abuse used to enforce it. Coercive control was criminalized in Ireland in 2018. When the UK left the European Union, Ireland became the only European country with coercive control legislation. This year, justice was served for a domestic abuse survivor who wishes to remain anonymous. What I can tell you is that Judge El Machian sentenced 52-year-old Daniel Kane to ten and a half years in prison for coercive control, intimidation, and repeated assaults on his 43-year-old partner. Kane's campaign of coercive control took place over 20 months between 2018 and 2020. Kane is the first person in Ireland to be found guilty of the coercive control offense after a trial. Judge Sheehan described his aggression as unprovoked and motivated by his contempt for the victim. His daily, alcohol-fueled attacks on his partner caused neighbors to fear for her life. Consequently, the police were called to the premises on five different occasions. Kane terrified his partner to such an extent that she initially refused to make a complaint, leaving the police unable to intervene. The victim's nightmare continued until 2018 when emergency medicine consultant Dr. Neve Collins contacted investigators and expressed her fear of a real and substantial threat to the victim's life. Armed with medical evidence from Dr. Collins, the police were finally able to charge Kane for his crimes. After Kane was charged, the victim felt safe and found the courage to tell her story. Moreover, she was able to provide a detailed victim impact statement about the intimate terrorism he inflicted on her. Yet, he continued to threaten her from behind bars. Between March and July of 2020, he told her he would send nude videos of her to her family and friends and publish them online if she didn't withdraw her statement. In a remarkable display of courage, she went ahead with the case, having her statement read to the court by a police officer. In it, she said, that Kane had, quote, sucked the life and soul of confidence, end quote, out of her. He did not want her to have contact with anyone but him. She revealed that she often ran away from him in fear, but she had no money and slept in the streets. Because she was trauma-bonded with Kane, he was able to convince her to return with false promises of changing his ways. Disabled by deep, post-traumatic stress, and without any means to support herself, she always went back to him. Like many who were targeted for coercive control, she tried to end her life on several occasions because she, quote, did not want him to have the satisfaction of doing it, end quote. If the police had not intervened, she said she would have returned to Cain and ended up dead or in a vegetative state. She encourages other survivors to reach out to services like Women's Aid and the National Domestic Violence Hotline for support. 
Chief Superintendent Finbar Murphy at Blanchardstown Garda Station praised the survivor and has a message for anyone in Ireland suffering from coercive control. Quote, This brave woman's evidence in this investigation was vital. This case shows that any victim of domestic abuse shouldn't suffer in silence. The abuser will convince them that the police won't listen, but this is wrong. We will listen. We will investigate. And the fault always lies with the aggressor. The police are skilled and experienced to deal with these types of investigations. There are other tools at our disposal, such as barring orders, and we will continue to use those. It doesn't matter who you are or where you're from. It's against the law for anyone to behave in this appalling fashion. Everyone is entitled to dignity and respect. End quote. Today, I want to let you in on something really amazing. Femile makes organic vitality teas and innovative feminine products to help women restore and revitalize our health. Log on to femile.com backslash discount backslash narc rehab to receive an exclusive 10% discount for narcissistic abuse rehab listeners on everything in the Femile store. There's a link for you in the show notes. The court found that Kane's coercive and controlling behavior began in earnest once he had isolated his partner from her family and friends. Judge Sheehan said that Kane showed disdain for the victim with totally unprovoked and unpredictable acts of, quote, cruelty of the most vicious nature, end quote. This included financial abuse, punching with a closed fist, burning her foot with a cigarette leaving a permanent scar, cutting her face and neck with a pizza slicer, stomping on and fracturing her arm in several places, headbutting her as she was recovering from nasal surgery, and strangling her, leaving bruises and cuts on her throat. He subjected her to humiliation by forcing her to sit naked on a sofa while he ranted verbal abuse at her. Because Cain took all of the victim's money, she could not escape. Judge Sheehan was disconcerted by Kane's refusal to accept responsibility for the pain he caused, behavior that is typical of dark triad personalities, high-end narcissistic and antisocial traits. In addition to his coercive control conviction, Kane was charged with intending to pervert justice for trying to intimidate his ex-partner into withdrawing her statement. He pled guilty. Sarah Benson, the chief of Women's Aid, underscores the role coercive control plays in domestic abuse relationships. She describes the pattern of abuse as, quote, tactics designed to isolate someone, erode their self-esteem and their sense of self-worth, end quote. Signs of coercive control include, but are not limited to, isolation, obstruction of employment, monitoring time, deprivation of basic needs, monitoring communication, taking control of daily life, put-downs, rules and regulations, financial abuse, threats, criminal damage, assault, or rape. Quote, It would be true to say that the vast majority of domestic violence and domestic abuse occurs in the context of coercive control, end quote, Ms. Benson says. She continued, Criminalizing coercive control is an incredibly important piece of legislation because this is how domestic violence and domestic abuse manifests itself. It is a pattern of behavior. 
to see that recognized and vindicated by a jury is excellent progress, end quote. Few things in life can feel as impossible as co-parenting with a narcissist. Because narcissists don't co-parent, they counter-parent. That's why I want to tell you about Transcendent Parenting, a workbook for parents sharing children with narcissists. It's a system created by award-winning parent-child attachment specialist, Dr. Michael Kinsey, to help keep you and your child focused on the things that matter the most. Download your copy of Transcendent Parenting at Mindsplain.com today. Ireland's first coercive control conviction demonstrates a departure from the culture of silence in which domestic abuse thrives. It also shows the vital role played by informed bystanders in preventing domestic abuse. Catriona Gleeson, a spokeswoman for Safe Ireland, says, quote, This is a landmark case in Ireland, and we hope it will encourage many other women living with the terrorizing pattern of coercive control to come forward and to know that they will be believed and understood. This case also sends a strong message to abusive men that if they think that it is acceptable to control, isolate, intimidate, or degrade women as this man did on a prolonged basis, they will have to stop this behavior or they will be convicted of a very serious crime. While holding space for male survivors, it's important to understand that coercive control is a gendered crime. In other words, women are more likely to experience coercive control than men. Forensic social worker Dr. Evan Stark of Rutgers University, who first coined the term, explains, quote, Coercive control is a strategic course of oppressive behavior designed to secure and expand gender-based privilege by depriving women of their rights and liberties and establishing a regime of domination in personal life, end quote. Dr. Stark characterizes coercive control as rational, instrumental behavior and not a loss of control, ongoing rather than episodic, and based on multiple tactics such as violence, intimidation, degradation, isolation, and control. The systemic nature of coercive control is such that every year around the world, 50,000 women are killed by intimate partners or family members. These statistics aren't easy to hear, knowing that we're not just talking about numbers, but the destruction of human lives. I'm sharing this story with you today because I want you to know that there is hope. The more people become aware of coercive control, the more we'll be able to be active bystanders and save lives. So no matter who you are or where you are, you matter, you have value, and your power is in your voice. So today, I'm asking you to consider contacting your local representative and telling them about coercive control. Consider using your voice to tell lawmakers that coercive control must be criminalized in your country. That's my message for you today. Now it's your turn to share your thoughts about Ireland's landmark coercive control conviction, visit our website, NarcissisticAbuseRehab.com, where you can download your free copy of my book, Are You In an Emotionally Abusive Relationship?, a tool I made to help you assess the health of your relationships and self-reflect. That's all I have for you today. Be good to yourself, and we'll talk again soon.